Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right, and happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for... December 28th, in the year of our Lord, 2023, this is our two of two, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so in the traditions of our founding fathers, using the checks and balances found in the supreme law of the land to chain down bureaucrats and to make sure no one gets too powerful. There are solutions, ladies and gentlemen, and God, family, and country are the keys to the exercise. Always have been, always will be. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now. So welcome to the broadcast. Hope you're all doing fantastic. Last hour, we had on Brian Rust, Kelly Finnegan, RustCrunningGift.com. You've got a friend in the honest money business, and we talked about the raise of the minimum wage in 22 states for 24. It's a tragic deal because nobody can keep up. Even small community banks are starting to melt down. Pizza Hut literally saying, hey, we got to get rid of all of our drivers. California Pizza Hut. Lay off all delivery drivers ahead of the minimum wage. So, uh, you know, you weren't paid enough. Now you're not paid at all. That ought to fix things, right? See, the government doesn't have any idea about supply and demand, about free markets, about solutions. Okay? People are going to get paid what they uh, what the job calls for. Uh, and, and you know what? If you don't want to work for that company because they're not paying enough, go work somewhere else. That free market needs to work. And you say, well, wait a minute, Sam. That's how unions were born. Don't you understand that? The, the employee was getting beat up so hard uh, because the employers had all the power. That used to be the case. That's true. That's all changed, though, folks. All right, there are ways to make changes. Uh, but whenever you have fake money at the helm and inflation persistent, that hidden tax that never goes away, you combine that then uh, with this, uh, you know what? It, everybody's trying to keep up and can't. You combine that with, hey, the rest of the world's leaving the dollar. The dollar becomes more and more and more, what do you want to say? Worthless? Is that the right word? Uh, that is the quintessential problem. All right, moving on to different topics. We've got so much to cover, so little time. Check this out. Tucker Carlson informed talk host Russell Brand that the throng outside the U.S. Capitol on January the 6th, 2021, was filled with federal agents. That's something the government doesn't want you to know, but it's true. And this is why Stuart Rhodes and everybody else, uh, we need to basically release them uh, and really uh, evaluate the evidence because, look, Stuart Rhodes tried to stop a lot of those federal agents from getting out of control. Tim Poole does a radio, uh, a, a podcast, I guess, and examined the revelation that Tucker released, saying that Tucker Carlson did an interview uh, with U.S. Capitol Police employee Stephen Sund, who literally was sacked or fired by then House Speaker Nancy Pelosi just shortly after the Capitol protests went down. All right, so what happened was you've got uh, Tim Poole, examining Tucker Carlson's interviews uh, with former U.S. Capitol Police Stephen Sund. Anyway, the bottom line is, when you dig into this whole thing, Tucker got information, aired videos, did all these kind of things, and Tucker didn't really know why he got fired, That he claims. 
Well, now we're starting to realize that we think that it has to do with Tucker Carlson doubled down on January 6th and released too much information. They were hoping, this is Kevin McCarthy and clowns, in my opinion, because, again, we don't have all the facts on this, but we can only connect dots, right? So understand. But, hey, he got fired right after airing all that video. I think Tucker basically realized this is a scam. We've been hoodwinked. We've been had over this sucker. This is bogus. And so Tucker took the video and said, I'm going to tell the people the truth. This is wrong. People are going to jail. It's got to stop. Well, I think then Fox said, okay, Tucker, you're gone because Fox doesn't want to go there. Now, you might say they don't want to go there because Fox is the bad guy. You can look at it that way, or you can look at it and say Fox is afraid to get sued, just like they got sued over the vaccines or the, I mean, there's a bunch of different, hey, you know, COVID's this or that. You know, you speak out about anything, and pretty soon you get sued nowadays. Lawfare is the order of the day. So I don't know if Fox is just afraid and doesn't want to get sued, so they're like, hey, we got to cut Tucker loose. Or if Fox is in on the end game, which is shut everybody down and not tell the truth. I don't know which. Okay, but I know this. Right around the time Tucker got fired is when he was releasing January 6th footage. We haven't got a lot of footage since, except for from a couple of people, like a few intrepid journalist reporters. But Tim Poole uh, basically uh, examined this and said, you know what? It's true. This is what Stuart Rhodes and others have been saying. It was full of feds. The feds really committed this this problem. So here's a video uh, that kind of highlights uh, this whole thing about the firing, about the feds and January 6th, the whole deal. Here it is. Tucker Carlson tells Russell Brand he doesn't know why he was fired by Fox News in his first interview, as he also makes the bombshell claim that the crowd outside the Capitol on January 6th was filled with federal agents. Well, in fact, we have that clip. Green Lives Matter. Not sure who that is other than. They have a good amount of followers, and they tweeted this. Tucker says the chief of Capitol Police told him that the crowd on January 6th was filled with federal agents. He planned on airing the interview, but was canceled before he could do so. Now we know why he was canceled and fired. Are you seeing it clearly now? They don't want the world to know the truth. Well, let me play for you that clip. It's only about 50 seconds long. And that was a tip-off to me. I mean, I had no thought in my head as I watched this happen on television and in the subsequent weeks that U.S., law enforcement or military agencies had anything to do with it that never crossed my mind i never thought there was was a false flag or anything like that i'm not a conspiracist by temperament i never thought that um and then i interviewed the chief of the capitol police stephen sund in an interview that was never aired on fox by the way i was fired before it could air um i i'm going to interview him again but stephen sund was the totally non-political worked for Nancy Pelosi. I mean, this was not some right-wing activist. He was the chief of the Capitol Police on January 6th. And he said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That crowd was filled with federal agents. What? Yes. Well, he would know, of course, because he was in charge of security at the site. So the more time has passed. Now it's been... So that's that's the, the gist of it. I mean, this is... It's big news, but I, I do think it's going to be better when Tucker does actually interview the chief of... All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Um, there's Tucker. There's the whole thing now. We know federal agents are involved in these things. We've got evidence from the Capitol Police chief that got fired by Pelosi. We've got evidence now from Tucker Carlson, who's seen and released a lot of the footage, and we are assuming that's why he got fired. Unless Fox speaks out, we don't really know. Tucker claims he doesn't know for a fact why. This is the only reason we can assume, because they let him go and they didn't air the interview that he did. So he's like, now that I don't work for Fox, I'm going to go ahead and do the interview again. Good for you, Tucker. Amen. But look, I know from historical evidence that these 
agent provocateurs are involved. How do I know that? Well, I'll give you an example how I know that. Listen to me carefully because this is personal and this is real. All right? This matters. I went to the Mahir Wildlife Refuge um, days events. Let me say it like that. I'm trying to think how to uh, explain all this, right? I was in Oregon on that day. And there was two events that happened. The first event was a peaceful event where we literally met downtown at a grocery store and we hung out and then we walked over to the sheriff's office and, um, you know, we did this protest and eventually we went to the Hammonds. It was very peaceful and we sang Amazing Grace to the Hammonds and prayed that they would not go to jail and that we could get them out of jail and that they weren't terrorists at all. And, and we gave them hugs and we sang Amazing Grace and the mainstream press and government agents were all over that. You say, Sam, you don't know that. Yes, I do. Listen to me carefully. I was there. Then what happened was, after that event ended, I went to lunch with Richard Mack and a few other people. Well, then we got a call from Ammon Bundy. And the calls said, hey, man, we're out of the Mount Here Wildlife Refuge. Come on out with us. We're having a barbecue. So we started to head out there. But then I got this horrible feeling in my gut. I just felt that something was not right. And I said to my colleagues, guys, we've got to turn around and leave. I don't know why. I can't explain it. I'm just telling you, we don't need to go. So I never went out to the wildlife refuge, but I was on my way. And I believe I got a warning from God Almighty to say, Sam, back away from this. So then we called Ammon and we told him, no, we're leaving. We can't come. Sorry. And then Ammon revealed his, his plans to us and said, hey, we're in this refuge. We want Richard Mack to be the um, lead law enforcement guy in here former sheriff he can represent us from that point of view and sam we want you to be the media guy inside uh and you can represent the media because you know you're our most reliable stable media guy and uh me and richard max said no we're not going to do that um we're leaving ammon and we don't think that you should take over this refuge we think it's not a wise idea you need to leave before this gets really bad change your mind and leave well ammon bundy got, ammon bundy got mad at us and we left so I never went to the Mount Here Wildlife Refuge. I've never been there in my life. I did start down the dirt road towards it, though. Uh, but I was warned to leave. Well, then I turned down Ammon Bundy, but I got a call from my buddy Pete Santilli, who said, hey, Sam, I just got invited in to be the inside media journalist to report on this thing. Do you think I ought to do it? And I said, no, Pete, I don't think you should. I got that call before you did, and I turned it down, Pete. Pete said, I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to do it, Sam. I said, I would not do it if I were you. Well, Pete did it and went to prison. Uh, I did not do it, and I did not go to prison. But here's the point, and here's how I know there were feds there. Listen to me carefully. This story gets more interesting by the second, and it's very personal. When I speak out about these things, I don't just ramble. Okay, I've got evidence. I've got information. I've got inside details that really focus on what's happening, okay? Let me tell you the story after the break. I am Sam Bushman. This is Liberty Roundtable Live.
Former Sheriff Richard Mack recounts in his book the proper role of law enforcement, how he came to realize while working as a beat cop how wrong the all-too-common orientation of police officers is when they think of their job as being to write tickets and arrest people. Richard Mack tells of his personal transformation from by-the-number cop to constitution-conscious defender of citizen safety and freedoms. Learn what it really means to serve and protect. Purchase your copy at CSPOA.org. That's CSPOA.org. Do you know what is great about America? Ask an Immigrant. Ask an Immigrant is a new podcast dedicated to helping Americans, especially our youth, value, appreciate, and be grateful for the freedoms we have here in America. Join host Lydia Wallace-Nuttle as she interviews immigrants from around the world to discover their inspiring personal stories about why they came to America. To learn more about why America is the most prosperous, greatest country in the world, download the Loving Liberty app or go to lovingliberty.net. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you this story. So Tim Poole doing this podcast saying that Tucker Carlson, highlighting the fact with Russell Brand and others that, you know what, feds were all over January 6th. And I'm telling you a personal story to where I know the feds are all over all kinds of things, ladies and gentlemen, that you don't know about. And when they say this, it's not a conspiracy theory, it's real. So you know what, Tucker Carlson, I get that you're not a conspiracy theorist by nature, that's fine. But let's pretend for one second that you can admit the truth. What is a conspiracy theorist? When am I a conspiracy theorist versus when is there a conspiracy underway? And I blow the whistle on that. Huh? Huh? It's important. Why? Because I was at the Mount Here Wildlife Refuge, says the press. But they lied to you. It isn't true. And I never went there and I recommended not doing it. I turned down the opportunity to be there and to participate in it. Furthermore, I wrote a press release against it. Myself and former Sheriff Richard Mack at the CSPOA, the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, wrote a press release against taking over the Mount Here Wildlife Refuge offering to work with them and to talk him out of staying there. We tried and tried and tried uh, and doing our very best. Well, they took my picture from the peaceful rally earlier that day and they put it on the wildlife refuge stories. They didn't say that I was involved in the wildlife refuge. They just by inference, by my photo being on that other story, made it appear as if I was part of it. It's dishonest. They should be sued for libel and slander and defamation. But see, you can't sue them if you're like me, 
because you're a so-called celebrity, and so I can't sue anybody for anything. They can just abuse me all they want to. I don't have the rights the rest of you have. I've given up my rights by the nature of being a talk show host. It doesn't matter how popular or how unpopular I am or have become or anything else. What matters is they claim you're a public figure, and therefore, hey, you're a celebrity or whatever. Therefore, different rules apply to you. Anyway, we've been over that a lot of times, but I bring this up because... As those trials continued with Pete Santilli and Ammon Bundy, who both went to prison, uh, we discovered that there was agent provocateurs even at the wildlife refuge. And that's how the government knew everything that was going on. And that's eventually how the government pulled over Lavoie Finnegan, and eventually they murdered him uh, because they had an inside, they had several inside informants that were briefing the government on Ammon and uh, all the inside people there's every move, including Pete Santilli and everybody else. That all came out in court. Marcus Munford, the attorney now who's passed away but who got tased in court when the jury said Ammon Bunny was guilty of nothing, that evidence came out. And then they took Ammon to Nevada, and more information was coming out. That government was pointing guns at people back in 2014 when they were defending their ranch that okay all kinds of information started to come out so the judge threw the case said the government's corrupt Ammon, you're free to go uh but there was no accountability for the government but the point that i'm getting at is in these cases we know that there was agent provocateurs there and we started to identify them and get them through discovery in due process we are starting to get that information out to the public to what really happened and who was doing what. Many people are just all excited that Ammon goes free, and I am too. But I say they didn't just let Ammon go free. They did it because they didn't want it to get worse. They didn't want the American people to understand the truth about the deep state and how the government really works. But they're losing that battle because we are getting information daily that doubles down and tells the truth. So you'll say, well, Sam, that's not personal evidence. You don't have personal evidence. That's just you watching Ammon Bundy's court cases. Oh, no. I gave you the Ammon Bundy court cases so that you know that it's come out in court and it's the truth. I also tell you that I was there on that day and the government, somehow in bed with the media, literally put my picture on the take over the Mount Hare Wildlife Refuge stories, even though I was never there and I stood against it and I wrote a press release against it. They still put my picture on those stories as if I was part of it. Well, that was not by mistake, folks. That was intentional. You say, you don't know that, Sam. Yes, I do. Because now they're trying to tie me to January the 6th. You've got Rolling Stone Magazine and the Southern Party Law Center and IREHR and all these other enemy groups, ICAP of America. Uh, in my humble opinion, to which I'm entitled, they're communists and terrorists and they want to destroy everything good. Well, they literally have been reporting me to Congress, saying that I'm a domestic threat that I'm a terrorist, that I'm dangerous. You even had Harry Reid call Richard Mack a terrorist. Now Harry Reid's passed away, but uh, okay, you've got this going on. And now, in 2021, I was reported to Congress as the, what do they call that? The um, nexus is the word they use, of hate, anti-government terrorism in America or white supremacy in America. Okay, and I thought that was a one-time report to Congress in 2021. No, now we found out they had testified against us in 2022 also. And now we're digging to find out more. 
Well, you say, Sam, that still isn't evidence that, that these provocateurs are uh, engaged in all that. Well, you're wrong. Because in their report to Congress, they bring up some of these associations. They bring up some of these events. They bring up some of these details. And you begin to understand that the only way they could know the things that they are claiming is if they were there. Because some of the things that they claim aren't factual. But you had to be there to know that they're not factual. But only partially there. In other words, sloppy reporting. But you had to be there to have some of the facts. So remember, I was at the first event on that day. But I was not at the second takeover the Malheur Wildlife Refuge event. Well, they claim that I was involved in all that kind of stuff. They have photos and everything else, and they... Well, the photos are mixed up with the different events. They're not keeping the reality straight. So uh, who knows what and who was where? I don't know. But we know that there's government agents that were involved in the Ammon Bundy situation, in the 2014 Bundy Ranch situation, all the way through the Malheur Wildlife Refuge stuff. We know that they were at January 6th. We know that they were at Charlottesville. And we're getting more and more and more evidence that that's the case. Because we're now discovering, and this is why they want to shut up Stuart Rhodes and Kelly so much, because they'll get too much information out in the public record. The Oath Keepers have been heavily uh, infiltrated as well. Yeah, well, in this discovery, now that they've been attacking us and, 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 and focusing on us so much over at the CSPOA, the more they dig about me, they prove they don't know what they're talking about, but they also prove that they're getting information. So now we have these interviews with this law professor by the name of Mary McCord. And Mary has worked with a group called ICAP. Well, Mary is getting information from the Southern Poverty Law Center, IREHR, the Rolling Stone, and anything else. Um, and then she's testifying against us in hearing after hearing after hearing, saying that we are the threat, that the CSPOA is anti-government, unconstitutional, um, infiltrating law enforcement, and they are trying to build a case against us. Well, I know there's been federal agents and plants at our events. How do I know? Because, remember, T. Cole decided to get rid of our training certification in Texas. Well, we wondered because every time the T. Cole representatives went to our events with our knowledge... They gave us glowing reviews on their reports at the end of the day. You know, classes that are for continuing education usually have kind of a, a, at the end, take a little thing saying, hey, how well do we do? How can we improve this class? This is commonly done. It's part of the requirements. We did that. And all the T-Cole, that's the Texas government agents, said we did a great job. It was tremendous training. They loved it. Well, then after they decertify us, we file FOIA requests against T-Cole in Texas. We get back the information, and we find out the Southern Poverty Law Center, IREHR, ICAP, Mary McCord, all these different people. Same people are feeding information to these guys. Well, so while they're writing, while they're attending our classes as government officials publicly and writing uh, on our uh, evaluations that we're doing a great job, so they're pretending they're there, they're on the up and up, and that we're doing a great job. But behind the scenes, we now have discovered through these FOIA requests a whole different narrative by these same people. The same people that tell you that we are doing a wonderful job on the, on the reports that they fill out at the end of the day. The same people that shook our hands and said, we're with Tico, we're glad to be here. 
and got to know us, they're the people that are working with Mary McCord and the IRHR and all these other people feeding them information. So what you have is government agents in plain sight attending your events, pretending they're your friends, writing documents, saying that you're doing a good, solid job, that all is fine here, all is well, but behind the scenes working with enemies of liberty and their emails back and forth have a completely different tenor, a completely different reality. I'll explain a little bit more, but this is very personal, and we've now got it by a FOIA request. We've got it all in writing, people. So when Tucker Carlson tells you there was feds all over January 6th, there probably was, but I wasn't there. Liberty Roundtable, live. Exposing corruption, informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Corey Myers. What role did President Biden play in his son's non-cooperation with a congressional subpoena? House Republicans are currently probing allegations that President Biden may have advised his son Hunter not to cooperate with their impeachment inquiry into the president. Representatives James Comer and Jim Jordan are requesting documents from the White House to learn whether the president instructed his son to disregard a congressional subpoena for closed-door testimony earlier this month. Lawmakers assert that if the president was involved in Hunter's decision not to comply, it could constitute an impeachable offense. I'm John Schaefer. Senior U.S. officials from the Biden administration taking part in what's being called a very productive meeting with their Mexican counterparts yesterday. Officials from both countries said the talks went well, though no major details were given. Mexican President Andre Manuel Lopez Obrador hit up X and said important agreements were reached for the benefit of our people and nations now more than ever. A good neighbor policy is essential. In southwest Miami-Dade County yesterday afternoon, a helicopter crash claimed the life of a man and left a woman hospitalized. The helicopter was seen at about 1.08 p.m. Um, going down, and that's how the calls came in. And we had multiple rescue pers- tactical rescue personnel here, along with their Air Rescue South and Miami-Dade Police Department South District units that responded. According to Miami-Dade Police Detective Alvaro Zabaleta, the helicopter, which was reportedly traveling from Fort Myers to Miami Executive Airport, went down several miles from the runway. A Fox News anchor and reporter, Matt Napolitano, passed away at the age of 33 after a brief illness. This is USA News. Omaha Steaks is rewriting the book on burgers with an all-new handmade texture for the juiciest home-style burgers you've ever tasted. Their pure ground burgers are made from single cuts of real aged Omaha Steaks. These are truly steaks on a bun. Filet mignon, ribeye, New York strip, sirloin, and even brisket burgers. Now is the time to experience the exclusive burger perfection flight for just $79.99. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code TREAT at checkout to get an extra $20 off your order plus free shipping. You'll get four of each pure ground burger so you can sample all the steak on a bun greatness. These burgers are crafted for a juicier, more tender experience, making your mouth water with every 
every single bite. Don't wait. Go to OmahaSteaks.com. Use promo code TREAT at checkout and get $20 off the Burger Perfection Flight and discover your new burger obsession. Minimum order may be required. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm telling you, Tucker Carlson is telling the truth on this. Sam confirms with personal experiences that the feds are frequently infiltrating our events. Yeah. It's true. Law enforcement frequently infiltrates our events, and they infiltrated my events specifically, or the CSPOA events specifically, in plain sight. Now, sometimes they do it in plain sight. Sometimes they do it in secret. January the 6th had a lot of agents there that were um, that got caught on video and stuff like that, dressing up as Trump supporters and such. Okay? They literally took people on tours. They invited people in at the same time they claimed that they were just being attacked and destroyed. We're only hearing one side of that narrative. But it's messy. Sometimes uh, they're in plain sight. Sometimes they're not. In our case, they're in plain sight. They're like TCO representatives. They're in charge of training. And they're like, hey, we're here just to evaluate your training. Don't mind us. We're like, okay, no problem. Well, it turns out that publicly they t- attended our classes, shook our hands, got to know us, told us what a great job we were doing. Uh, literally, at the end, filled out evaluations very favorable. But behind the scenes now, because of the FOIA request, we have in writing emails where on the very days they're attending our events, they're literally communicating with people who say we're terrorists uh, and literally communicating, saying, mm, you know, I didn't see any problem here, but this, but that. And, and then they backed into this. Well, uh, the CSPOA, um, their, their training is too political. It's not constitutional. It's just political. And that's the way they backed away from us. Well, we then worked with this school in Southern Arizona, and this school trains journalists and such. And they said, we want to um, you know, re- re- do a story on you. Will you talk to us? And, and me and Richard said, no, we won't unless you attend one of our trainings. And so we created a shortened public training. We had them watch or uh, participate in that training. And then they wrote their story about us, and everything in their story lies about our training. If you don't believe me, you can go to the CSPWay.org and go see the training for yourself. We put a copy of that shortened training up on the Internet so you can see. And you can see the Q&As and the questions they ask us and how we respond and what we say. It's all transparent. You can go see it, CSPOA.org. But I bring this up because I know there's government agents involved in these things. I personally know that. Okay? Because there's things about January the 6th. I wasn't there. But they now are trying to claim to Congress and to other places that because Sam interviewed Stuart Rhodes the day before January the 6th, that Sam's somehow involved. That's a lie. I was not involved. I told people not to go. But they're trying to use that now to say that I have ties to all these people. You know what? Define ties. Okay, define free association in America here. Am I a friend of Stuart Rhodes? Absolutely. Will I back down from that friendship? No, I will not. Do I believe Stuart Rhodes to be a good, honest man? Absolutely. Do I believe he was betrayed from within by agent provocateurs? Absolutely. 
Do I think he's guilty of what they claim? Absolutely not. That's my opinion to which I'm entitled. Do I believe I'm wrong for interviewing him before he goes in? Well, if I'm wrong for interviewing Stuart Rhodes, then Rolling Stone is wrong for interviewing me. See, you can't have it both ways. Either I'm a journalist, a reporter, a talk show host, a commentator, uh, whatever you want to call me, whether I'm legitimately one of these people or not. I've been in the media longer than most of these people have. But regardless, they lie. And we've caught them at multiple eyes. Okay? I was against the Malheur Wildlife Refuge takeover. Ammon knows it. I interviewed Ammon from prison. Uh, and, and him and I argued about this, and we agreed to politely disagree that we're friends, that we agree on the problem with government, it's out of control, but that we disagree on tactics of how to best solve those problems. That's okay for me and Ammon to disagree on something. We don't have to be in 100% lockstep. I can respect Ammon. I can defend Ammon. I can respect Stewart. I can defend Stewart. I can treat them kindly and as friends and advocate for their proper uh, trials, meaning if you have evidence against them, let's transparently show it. Let's have real discovery in an honest court and a jury that gets the whole story, and let's see where the chips fall. But the problem is that when we don't know who these government provocateurs are, so take my case specifically because I know the most about it. What about that guy that looked me in the eye and shook my hand and said, your trainings are wonderful, and fill out an evaluation, letting us know that he was a government agent, and said that it was great, that it was an incredible class, very educational, high marks. And then I have emails proving that same person literally is working with these people calling us terrorists and saying, yeah, you know, so they're really on kind of partnering with these people calling us terrorists in the private sector that are digging dirt on us. And then they're literally working with them back and forth and back and forth and back and forth to create a case by which they could decertify our trainings, claiming that it's too political but yet the people that claim we're infiltrating law enforcement the people that are feeding this information to these government agents who are two-faced and looking me in the eye and saying your training is great and we love it and it was educational and valuable writing then back to these same people that want to tie me to january 6th the same people that tried to tie me to the mount here wildlife refuge the same people that okay and so now here's the question Am I a conspiracy theorist? Or is it conspiracy fact when I say the feds are trying to entrap me and they're using agent provocateurs to do this and now I find out they're reporting me to Congress saying I'm the nexus of hate and anti-government and, uh, and uh, white supremacy in America. Uh, and then I find out and I tie this back to the Southern Poverty Law Center, to Rolling Stone, to the T-Cole and to all this information. The more we do the FOIA requests, the more we connect the dots, the more we get things in writing, the more we realize there is agent provocateurs trying to destroy everything we're doing. And we have the proof now. Yeah. We have the proof. The Southern Poverty Law Center has been doing this for a long time. So has IREHR. So has ICAP. So is this Mary McCord. So is, and they're all working to subvert us. And the question then becomes, where do they get their money? Where do they get their funding? And that's where we're starting to pull on the strings now to get more information about. Where does the funding come from when T. Cole works with these private groups to undermine us while they're attending our events literally in plain sight?
saying I'm a government official and I'm here. You're doing a great job. But then decertifying us. And then we call them up and say, well, wait a minute. Why did you decertify us? You told us you were doing a great, we were doing a great job on the evaluations. And then they said, well, there's information that we didn't have about, you know, what you guys are doing is too political. Well, is it really too political? So then we go to this university in, in Arizona. They saw our presentation and they come out with the exact same narrative as those who oppose us. The exact same narrative where agent provocateurs are working in government along with this, quote, private sector groups to dig dirt on us. Now you're back into the fusion centers. And you've got these government, I don't know what you want to call them, third-party groups that are doing the work. And then they're feeding that information to government, and then government's taking actions against us in Congress and at T. Cole and all over the country based on the information they're getting from these, quote, mole, private, spy, agent, provocateur, dishonest people that are not representing the truth at all. And I never get a day in court. I never get to tell my side of the story, except for on my own platform. Just imagine if I had no platform, you couldn't even hear the story. But I tell you this because when Tucker Carlson says there was agents, provocateurs, government agents all over January the 6th, and this guy that was the head of the Capitol Police says so, I tend to believe them. Do I have proof that they're right? No, I don't. But I have proof in my own life over a last 20-plus year period. I've been attacked by the FCC and the IRS, the USDA, the Southern Party Law Center, all these people along the way. And I now have evidence that they do plot and plan and scheme and work together behind the scenes. This is no conspiracy theory of mine. This is documented, written down incontributable fact we have the evidence i've got a video where mary mccord literally talks about terrorism talks about domestic threat and then ties it straight to the constitutional sheriff's movement and says even some of these sheriffs are hoodwinked by their uh, infiltrations and they're dangerous and they're and they're and we go on and on and everything mary mccord's saying is taking what we're saying out of context Everything that this Southern Arizona law, or not law, school says is dishonest and out of context. Same thing with the Malheur Wildlife Refuge. I didn't go there, but they put my picture on stories as if I was there. See, the media and these agent provocateurs work together so successfully. Well, they did this whole January 6th narrative and they lied. Tucker exposed it and got fired. And I'm here to tell you from personal experience that it's not a conspiracy theory. It's all real. And you better wake up to it, and you better wake up to it fast, my dear fellow brothers and sisters. Liberty Roundtable live in seconds. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. 
and the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present day church, rather it is for the end time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. All right, so I'm confirming with factual personal experiences that the government does infiltrate and does have agent provocateurs that do encourage violence. All right, this is personal. I'm confirming with personal factual experiences, okay, that they do this stuff. Now, for us, it's not violent, but they've tried to make it violent. But the reason that ours haven't gone violent is because we've had very controlled environments for our events that don't go violent. Okay, we've been very, very, very careful about this. I'll give you an example to make the point. The Southern Property Law Center lied about myself, Richard Mack, and Tom DeWeese back in, I think, 2011, 2012 range. Uh, We went to a Tom DeWeese uh, American Policy event. Uh, and it was um, back east at Valley Forge. And I spoke, and Richard spoke, and Tom DeWeese spoke, and a bunch of people spoke at this event. Well, infiltrators came in. We didn't know. Not that we really care, because we have nothing to hide, but this proves the point beyond a doubt, ladies and gentlemen. You want evidence and proof? I'm going to give it to you, and I'm going to give it to you straight. So we had this event, and we spoke, and we videoed the whole thing. Well, this agent provocateur from the Southern Poverty Law Center attended our event and went out and wrote a lie article saying that we were promoting violence at this event. Well, we didn't know that they had done that, but once we had eventually discovered that they had done that, we went to uh, Potok and some of these other people that were leading the Southern Poverty Law Center at the time and said, you are lying about this and you better retract. And if you don't, we will sue you. Well, we got the Southern Poverty Law Center to retract in their own publications. Go look it up. It's around 2011, 2012. If you guys want to hunt it down, I've hunted it down five or six times. It's in their own intelligence report where they admit that they had to back away. They were wrong. So they snuck into our event, took notes, came out and lied and agitated for violence, suggesting that's what we were doing. But we weren't. What they wanted to do was create this violent narrative and tie us to it. They failed and got caught, 
they got threatened for a lawsuit and were forced to retract. Now, can I get more personal than that? Can I get more personal than uh, shaking the hand of a T. Cole agent in Texas telling us we did a great job in filling out a very favorable evaluation and then getting emails for, through FOIA requests proving that they were working with the enemy the whole time? And they didn't think we were doing a good job. They didn't like what the training we were giving at all. They were working to shut it down with the other side while they were in my face telling me what a wonderful job we were doing. Them putting my picture on the Mount Hill Wildlife Refuge takeover was not an accident, even though I wasn't there. So how many evidences do I need to give that are documented till the cows come home to prove to you this is not a conspiracy theory? This is not a maybe. This is not a, well, Sam, you think you're so important. You think the FBI cares about you or that they're tracking you. We're beyond that, people. It's not about me thinking I'm big or I'm important or I'm somebody. It isn't that anymore. What it is is we have factual evidence that they are doing their best. Listen to me carefully. They're doing their very best. And I am here to confirm with personal factual experiences that the feds slash law enforcement truly does frequently infiltrate political movements using, quote, agent provocateurs. And their goal is to urge others to engage in violence or to do things that are breaking the law. You don't believe me? All right, what about the Randy, Randy Weaver case? We found out there was government agents, provocateurs that led him to do what he does. Go watch. Listen to me. Go watch the Deep State movie that was just put out. And you'll see that it's commonly done. And they give examples in the movie, The Deep State. Uh, highlighting what, what's really going on. We are beyond thinking that this is, uh, you know, oh, Sam just thinks he's important and he thinks everybody's after him. It's not really true. He's kind of delusional. He's kind of crazy in the head. And, you know, he thinks, he thinks all these things that are going on that aren't really happening. No, no, no. What if we have evidence that they're happening? What if we have evidence and hard written documentation to what they've been doing? What about that, huh? That's where we are. This is not a conspiracy theory. So you know what? I, I don't know if Tucker got fired for what reason. But I am convinced that reporting the truth on January 6th, he went too far. And they were hoping that he wasn't going to go down that road, but he saw the truth and said, I've got to tell the truth. And then Tim Poole evaluates all this in his podcast and says, hey, what Tucker says is real. Well, I'm here to double down and, and, and maybe Tim Poole should interview me. And I can tell Tim Poole this kind of parallel narrative that Evan Bundy has and I have and that Richard Mack has and who's trying to frame us and attack us. We're doing our own investigations now and we're tying these players all together. Turns out there's a tie between the Southern Poverty Law Center, the IREHR, ICAP. There's a tie to these universities and to Mary McCord. There's a tie to these agent provocateurs that attended our events in T. Cole in Texas and all across the country. And now there's a tie when they report all this information to Congress that Congress is going after us. Remember, Harry Reid called Richard Mack a terrorist. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Biden says that Hunter, or I'm sorry, Hunter's free, innocent, nothing to it. But Joe Biden also says that Donald Trump did commit an insurrection on January the 6th without evidence without charges, without conviction, 
the loose-lipped president of the United States of America, supposedly, literally says someone's guilty without evidence, without charges, without prosecution, without defense, without due process, without a trial. We just skip all that, and the president says Donald Trump is guilty of an insurrection. Well, I'm here to tell you right now, what about this revelation? What about this revelation from Stuart Rhodes that now they're putting J6 people behind bars um, wrongfully without the evidence, not letting them disclose their evidence and information? And then uh, what about them hauling them off to mental institutions so they can't be interviewed or talked to or make calls from prison or anything else? You say, well, that's crazy, Sam. That's not true. What about me? What about the fact that they're telling these stories against me and I have no recourse, no ability to set the record straight of what really happened? I did not go to Malheur Wildlife Refuge. I did not participate in that event. In fact, I wrote a press release. I have proof. We released a press release against it. What about January the 6th? I did not attend it. I encouraged people not to go to it. I did interview Stuart Rhodes ahead of it to see what was happening on the ground from a trusted friend. I agree with that. Well, Sam, now he's been he's a criminal. Now what do you have to say for yourself? I don't agree. I think you withheld evidence like you did in the Ammon Bundy case. And if you let Stuart Rhodes and you let uh, the other gal that's with him, his attorney, who now has been put in a mental institution, incompetent to stand trial, so to speak, they claim, you let them before the American people tell their side of the story. You publish all the hours of real video. You publish the hours of interviews that Stewart and that lady did with the feds, and you let all this out to the public, and what Tucker Carlson has revealed to you is nothing. Now, don't get me wrong. I appreciate Tucker Carlson telling the truth and saying there were agent provocateurs all over this thing. That's good. But even Tucker doesn't know the extent of it, like Stuart Rhodes and some of these other people that are behind bars. Some of these other people now they're saying are mentally incompetent or incapable, can't even stand a, a trial. So you're an attorney and you could pass the bar, but yet you're not competent enough to withstand a, a trial. Oh, Evan Bundy, you know, two years later after they, man, the government was withholding wasculpatory evidence. That's a fact. Go read the case. The judge was incensed. Well, I think the judge just wanted to cover up because too much information was getting out. Well, I'm confirming with personal, factual, evidential experience of what they do and how they dishonestly do it. Anyway, enough of that. Final story before the end of the hour that I wanted to highlight. Vivek Ramaswamy's presidential campaign is stopping his television advertising just weeks ahead of the, quote, January Iowa caucuses and the New Hampshire primaries. Ramaswamy argued that such spending is, quote, idiotic. And he says that his campaign would be allocating those resources uh, in, he calls, in a different way. Um, I guess when he confirmed the move on X, so he highlighted this on X and said we're going to use the money in a different way or whatever. The change comes after his campaign previously promised or pledged to spend from 8 to $12 million dollars I guess uh, eight in Iowa and four in New Hampshire, but now he's not doing it. Some would say it's a strategy move. It's wise. Well, I'll be the first to say a couple of things about this. Number one, Vivek, I agree that spending yourself into oblivion is not going to help you. I believe until we start talking about election rigging, 
And until we create accountability on election issue, all the money you can spend won't be any good, Vivek. I believe the people could get squarely behind you, and I believe you could do a lot of good, but not when the media is against you. Not when there's agent provocateurs planted everywhere to derail what you're doing. Not when the media will take your money and then betray you. Not when, okay, so I appreciate your uh, attempts, Vivek, but now that you're not spending money in the mainstream press, and now that you won't accept free interviews that people like me are offering you, you basically shut off all avenues to get your word to the American people, my friend. And sadly, they have deceived you into shutting you down. You need to come out bold and clear for January 6th, folks, and election integrity, because they're all tied together. The reason they're kicking Donald off the ballot is because January 6th. January 6th directly tied to elections. Elections directly tied to the fact that the people wanted Congress to dig into election integrity problems and find out what was really going on, and Congress sidestepped it and did not do it. Claimed they were attacked on January 6th, but it turns out it was a government provocateur movement act of terrorism. Not committed by Donald Trump, but committed by, and I'm not quite sure who yet. I don't know who, because I can't connect all the dots. Remember, the attorney that could give us a lot of good information is now in a mental institution. Stuart Rose, could, who could give us a lot of information, is doing his best to, but he was on a three-month phone lockdown. Now he finally got off it and revealed something very important that's happening. Thank heavens for Jim Hoft and the folks over at the Gateway Pundit and others. WND.com. The Epic Times doing a great job on this. Um, what's that gun magazine? Oh, shoot. Revolver Mag doing a great job reporting on this. Uh, one of the agent provocateurs who highlighted relentlessly. But somehow he's not really in much trouble. He's free to run around. A lot of these people, we don't know who they are. Only court cases and transparency and true due process of law with discovery, complete transparent discovery, will get us those answers. But the government is basically doubling down, ensuring that we're not going to get those answers. And really, it depends on how much the American people demand those answers, uh, in my opinion, on if we get them or not. Okay? And that's why I think we, the people, really need to demand these answers. We need to demand we have accountability when we get these answers. And if we the people don't, you can call me a conspiracy theorist all day long, but the evidence is starting to mount. Your government has rogue agents, and these rogue provocateur agents want to destroy everything that we hold dear. And they're using projection to claim we're the bad guys, and we're the terrorists, and we're the danger, we're the threat, when it's really them. HateScam.com is my website that highlights a lot of this, and we're going to do more on that page as well. We're going to stand the best we can and need all your financial support and help that we can get. LovingLiberty.net, God save the Republic of the United States of America.